Hey, Shakes Pals. Happy Thursday. This week, we've got something special for you. On Monday night, we actually recorded this episode live, live on Twitch. So you'll hear some references to viewers or comments, and that is what that is all about. We're going to do these a little bit more often. Uh, it's really fun. You get to see all of my wildly aggressive hand gestures. Um, so it's a totally fun experience, and we will keep you posted on when the next one is going to be. Other live shows coming up, our next Sketching Shakespeare is on Sunday the 21st, so that's exciting. Uh, me and Emily Swan are going to be drawing a scene of Shakespeare. I say we, I mean she. I'm going to talk about Shakespeare. She's going to draw it. So that is going to be a heck of a good time. Make sure you are tuning in. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash p2mpod. Tell all your rich friends. Send them over. Say, hey, throw this girl some bucks. Uh, that would be nice. And if you don't have any rich friends, tell them about the show anyway. We are super close to hitting 2,000 downloads, which I'm so excited about. Um, huge thanks to Melissa and Jackie for coming on the show last week, my amazing sisters to yell about Lear. Uh, Jackie, congratulations for really uh, playing your cards and getting the votes in and for winning with Goneril. It was so much fun to have my sisters on, and I hope you all enjoyed it. So... This week, we've got another family Dramily team. Uh, Chris and Joanna Casey are on to talk about which family you most want to be a part of. It is a wild ride and very fun. So if you love what you hear, share, like, subscribe, review, tell the world. Welcome to Protest Too Much, a Shakespeare showdown podcast where a guest and I go head to head each week and you get to decide who wins. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Protest Too Much Live. Um, I am so excited to be here tonight with Chris and Joanna Casey. Um, I have worked with them through the Bairnsmen here in Austin, Texas, and they are both just delightful human beings. Uh, so I'm really happy to have both of you here tonight. Uh, and they are part of an actual real life family. It's so, true. <laughs> so when we talk about having, a, you know, the Shakespeare family you want to be in, um, Joanna, whatever you throw out there, Chris, you can just be like, excuse me. And you think that's better <laughs> than this family? Uh, there should be plenty of room for yelling. No family. It's possible I've done that before. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple things uh, before we dive into the yelling part of it. Uh, thank you all for being here on the Serious Business Network. We have got a lot happening on this channel this month. It is Adventure March for Adventure Incorporated, uh, our actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Uh, we've got a lot of giveaways and prizes. Yeah, we're giving away shirts. We're giving away D&D &D games. Um, we've got in our final episode of our five-year story arc is coming to an... It's happening. Uh, oh at the end of this month, it's over. So, <laughs> Are you doing anything for the Ides? Oh, um, that's a great question. We certainly aren't for the D&D &D show. For this, <laughs> for this one, I really should. I feel like it's something you got to at least acknowledge. Yeah. And you know what? I hadn't even thought about it. 
Maybe um, you could just put out like a 30 second thing that says, beware. Yeah, just, just that's it full stop that's beware that's it the week beware beware can yeah. you imagine if i just released a full uh full episode that just said beware <laughs> yes it would be great it's perfect <laughs> it would welcome. be amazing we saved so much time for you on editing done right Crash. yeah uh I thought I needed, you know, a new episode to pad for a week, but like, no, we've got it covered. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. This is the best thing that uh, could have happened tonight. <laughs> um, so that is uh, the kind of content that you will come to love and expect from Protest Too Much podcast. Pretty sure uh, we peaked early. <laughs> right um and if you are craving more content we do have a patreon set up at patreon.com slash p2m pod uh where you get to hear more of me yell about what i would have picked if i had a choice in any of these arguments um <laughs> which i don't so come listen to those they're a good time um we are super close to hitting 2000 listens uh, on our show. Yeah, we Congrats. just hit six. Thank you. We just hit six months, I think, two weeks ago. Um, and we're right, right there for 2000. So go ahead and tell your friends, have them uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever they get their podcasts uh, and listen to an episode or two or like let it play. Like hit, hit play and just let it play on three speed and we'll count it. <laughs> do what you gotta do for the numbers um so thank you all for being here uh let's talk about our guests a little bit because they are some people who know a little bit about podcasts chris uh let me toss it to you tell us where people can find you and what you do hi i'm chris i'm a software developer here in austin um i also co-host a podcast with my other daughter hallie called one to grow on you can find us at one to grow on uh, it's fun food facts and dad jokes. And um, that's me. That's who I am. And I got this great shirt, this great uh, Disney comic shirt uh, <laughs> that my wife had made for me. And it's fab and I love it. Um, I have I have acted in some Shakespeare, yes, with the Baronsmen, with Stephanie and with you and with lots <laughs> of other lovely people. Amazing. Um, I have learned a surprising amount of food facts from I don't know I shouldn't say surprising because like it's a food podcast so right. most things are gonna be new to me like I'm going to learn um but like a large amount of food facts from one to grow on so definitely check it out uh, especially if you are interested in what is a fruit or what, or what is a berry that was the one the berry one yep what is berry and blew uh, my mind there you go yeah it is a wild world Raspberries are not berries, but bananas are. And so are avocados. <laughs> One to grow on pod, it'll change your life. Yeah, like, it will. It'll change the way you see the world. Um, Joanna, what about you? <laughs> um, I am Joanna. Um, I am Chris's uh, youngest daughter, and I'm one of the people who got him into acting um i've been acting since i was like six or seven and um you know we did a lot of little plays here and there eventually one of my godparents got us into doing shakespeare and uh, my sister was stage managing a show and 
the director had heard my dad laugh incredibly loud a lot of times in the audience and was like, get that guy on stage so that we can have a, a loud, you know, background actor. And so he was just a bit part and, uh, you know, however many years later and we're both still doing Shakespeare, both crushing it still. It's pretty fun. Um, the first time I think my dad and I were in a show together was a, it was kind of like a clip show type of thing. And our bits were Titus. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Let's save that. Okay. All right. Oh, just a minute. We're going to save that. Just a minute. Okay. Well, we, we played family members in our first show that we were in together. Yeah. Uh, was, yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so clearly that is going to come up in a little bit. Uh, there there will talking... be, definitely be a callback. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about um, which family you would want to be part of what is the like the best mm -hmm. Shakespearean family um and this season in protest too much we've done like a family season so we've talked about who's the best dad or really like who's the least worst least dad worst, yeah. <laughs> um who would be your like fun aunt or uncle uh we've done a lot of that but we haven't really gone full family unit so Chris who do you think is the best family in all of Shakespeare I mean, can we just take a couple of seconds to say that the families in Shakespeare, you know, this is really hard to pick through and find yeah. a good one. This is rough. All right. But so when I look for a good family, I look for, you know, good parenting and, and how well the children turned out. And I don't think anyone exemplifies that quite so much as Duke Sr. and Rosalind from As You Like It. Okay. All right. Uh, so are we just focusing on that branch of the family? Right. None of the uh, other little bits. I guess we'll get there. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if, I mean, the family that I'm part of, you know, yes, we have a big extended family, but I spend most of my time thinking about, you know, my dad and my kids and, you know, just the small nuclear bits. Okay. All right. Um, Joanna, who do you think is the best family? Um, so this kind of took me a little bit, but I actually ended up going with a play that is all about a family, but the family is not together. And I went with the family in Comedy of Errors. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the Antiphali? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, Antipolopodes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's good to have family that you're really close to but it's also good to um you know have a little space <laughs> between your family sometimes um, very okay. loving father you know all right i'm excited for that because comedy isn't one that we've touched on a lot so uh, or ever i don't think um so i am so ready to hear what the plural of antiphilus is and to know more about them. Um, but who do I think is the best? What family do I want to be in? Joanna, would you like to continue your introduction from earlier? Sure. So the first time that my dad and I were in a play together, <laughs> we played family members. It was like a little clip show, so we didn't do the whole play, but um, it did a titular scene. And I played Lavinia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and <laughs> and my father played Titus Andronicus. So, you know, pretty. <laughs> yeah, I classic like, scene. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I still was not prepared in any way yeah. for it. Um, but you know what? I can argue the heck out of that. So um, after you give me a few minutes, Chris, why don't you take it away and tell us why Duke Sr. and Rosalind are like the best family unit? Sure. Um, I mean, I guess I'll start with Rosalind, someone who's very smart, uh, very self-aware, very witty, and even kind of uh, sort of push the bounds of, of liberation, especially for the time. I think, I believe she said that, you know, walking around in man's garb was very liberating uh, and sort of pushed those boundaries and made those discoveries. And the Duke, um, when the Duke gets banished, I mean, let's acknowledge that he does have a younger brother that's kind of a jerk, right? Uh, not not a good guy, at least not at first. Um, presumably, you know, he's just jealous. Uh, maybe he didn't get enough attention as a toddler or something. Oh, as a younger sibling, I can attest. Yeah. There you go. See? <laughs> and uh... Stephanie's a middle child. I'm sure yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm really feeling, I think, uh, Oliver. I think Oliver. Yeah. How, how are you even functional? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Most days I'm not. <laughs> um, but when the, when the Duke was banished, you know, he formed like all of the good people from court said, nah, screw this. We're going with this guy. You know, because he's so great. And he, the Duke is like, you know, now my co-mates and brothers in exile, hath not old custom made this life more sweet than that of painted pomp? You know, he's yeah. like, I got this great life in the country. We're going to make the best of it. We're not going to be, you know, all upset and grumpy about it. And he made this like cool little society. It just in the woods. So um, it's the not people... only about the family that you're born with, but about the family that you find along the way. Exactly. Not only that, but he's so great that they chose him, right? Um, you know, they survive while Orlando and Adam just sort of almost survive, almost starve uh, out in the woods. Um, now, when he's unexiled, he's still a duke, which is pretty cool. And also, I think when you have, when you're like, you know, Rosalind or, you know, being a part of this household, um having having the cool dad is like the best and he just seems like a cool dad being able to make good out of any situation also he's got trinculo as his court gesture so freaking you know that'll just be uh, a laugh a minute all the time <laughs> true. and so being a part of that household you're good in the woods you're good at the uh I don't know what you call it, the duchy or the- uh, The court? The duke house. The dukeness. Yeah. Du duke. yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he live in a castle. And, you know, I envision him as someone who's so in influential that the way he does things, he just kind of leads by example among the other dukes of the kingdom and the kingdom just gets better because he's in it. Okay. Um, strong argument. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, also, even his brother at the end says, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. You are a lot uh, cooler than me, and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go be remorseful for a while and maybe come back after I felt like I've repented enough. 
right. Um, Joanna, why don't you take us through a comedy of errors? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, uh, so here's my thought process is when I was trying to pick a family, I was like, I want a family that is like wicked devoted to each other, but in a non-murderous sense. And that is a tall order in Shakespeare, right? Like, <laughs> it's like, if you love your family, you will kill for them. And that comes up a lot. So, <laughs> or you will kill them or you will kill them. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, who really likes each other a lot? but doesn't kill anybody. Um, and that's how I got into Comedy of Errors. Um, you know, the dad thinks that his wife is dead. The wife thinks that the dad is dead. Like, it's a whole thing. And only the sons are like, well, one of the sons is like, no, I I think that they're alive. I have faith in this. Like, my twin powers activate. Um, the, <laughs> there's no way that they're dead. Um, and I will like go seek them out. And he goes through all of these trials. I wouldn't say that they are the most intelligent family in Shakespeare. Um, but <laughs> they go through a lot to find each other. And the dad, when he doesn't get a letter back from his son, which so far as I can tell is just the son not, not being on top of the ball and sending letters, um, cause he hadn't gotten into any troubles by that point, but the dad didn't hear back from him and he gets really worried. And he's like, I am going to go find him. Like something might've gone wrong, or maybe he found my other son and like, he knows that merchants aren't supposed to be crossing the borders right now while they're at war. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to do it anyways. doesn't really pan out for him, but like, <laughs> he'll go they'll all go through so much to to find each other and like work so hard to to get there and also like it seems like each kid grew up with a loving parent even if they aren't like both growing up with two loving parents like they did grow up with a parent who cared about them a lot uh and you know go through a lot for each other and I think at the end when like the mom and the dad and all of the brothers are all like reunited it's like they they're gonna have like a weird life now but it's gonna be full so much love and like commitment to each other <laughs> like that's it's pretty good okay <laughs> I, need, I need to take a moment to say that we would have Trinculo I would have Trinculo as the court jester when I meant to say touchstone I'm sure everyone was in oh, the yeah. chat correcting we me or something. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Offended. Spoiler alert. Nobody in the chat is correcting you. Y'all, right. if you have anything to shout about uh, our arguments, if you have any holes to poke in them, don't. Uh, I'm just kidding. Or, you can. Or do. Ask or us do. questions along the way. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, honestly, Touchstone is great. But have you considered the Titus family? Oh, do do tell us do the tell, family you most want to be a part of. Now, I'm saying this because, um, you know, I'm not I, the phrasing of our topic is very important. Um, it's the family you most want to be part of, not the best family in Shakespeare. Right. Like we're not saying the nicest family. We're not saying the most um, chill 
family. (laughs) (laughs) We're saying the family you want to be a part of. And I think you really want to be part of Titus's family because if you are anywhere near opposite Titus's family, you are definitely dying. And if you're in Titus's family, there's only like a 499 out of 500 chance that you're dying. Mm -hmm. It's like a 80% instead of, you know, 100. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because... Uh, Titus has like 5,000 sons um, and most of them don't make it <laughs> uh, and then he has Lavinia who also doesn't make it um, but we've got two sons of Titus who make it to the end so like <laughs> let's talk about many? them we're gonna ignore the out of how many because <laughs> uh, the odds are not in our favor but like all of Tamara's family, gone. Uh, Saturninus and Bassanius, both of them are dead. Um, every other family unit in this play completely dies. But Titus's family only mostly dies. So, so I, I feel like your argument is that if you're a part of this family, you have a good chance of winning Roman Hunger Games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. No, that's right. true. That is that yeah. is true. And Roman Hunger Games is a pretty decent thing to survive. It's Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Basically. Uh, what were we talking about? Beware. Um, I, I think you want to be part of this family because if you're not part of this family, you're definitely dying. And there is an element of, um, there's an element of goodness in Titus's children that is not present in Titus. And I think that um, for as kind of off the deep end as Titus goes, the way that his children have grown up is surprisingly well adjusted and thoughtful and kind and they're good leaders. So if I'm imagining myself as part of Titus's family, that's where I'm, I'm not imagining myself as Titus um, or Lavinia. Uh, I am imagining myself as, you know, one of the sons who escapes with a good head on his shoulder, a kid, you know, like a legacy, um, some power now that everybody else is dead. Yeah, and a good head on his shoulders and a couple of skeletons in the closet. <laughs> a hell of a story to tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Joanna, what's my favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas? No. Thanksgiving? Yes. Because uh, he loves a big meal with the whole family around. Yes. Uh-huh. And so when I think, who am I going to have a big meal with? I would happily go with Duke Sr. Two loving parents and your loving twin brother. The the Antiphilopodes, I think, would also be good. I don't know that I'm going to go to dinner at the Andronicky house. Oh, I definitely would not. Y'all, you can listen to the best Thanksgiving episode where I quite successfully argued that Titus is throwing the best Thanksgiving because like <laughs> he definitely has plenty of pie. Thanksgiving is all about pie, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you think Thanksgiving, you think turkey and you think pie. And like if we're all being honest, nobody likes turkey. It's all about the pie. That's true. So well they certainly I'm... aren't any chickens. <laughs> that joke is good on so many levels (laughs) uh so yeah i think that like here's the thing if you're going to duke seniors thanksgiving uh if we're in woods 
mode, there's not going to be much. It's going to be a, a thin feast. He sends and, them out for venison, and yeah, they get they go it. Hunting. Yeah, they I bring it back. That. I won't eat venison. Have you ever had venison? No. It's good. I live in Texas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I've gone out and gotten venison before, and it was there, delicious. There are turkeys also just like in the woods. I bet they could hunt a turkey. Uh, also but true. Do you know what would be even better than hunting your own turkeys or getting somebody ma- giving you dead people pie <laughs> is just being rich and being able to buy your own fancy dinner and like you know, it's kind of better. <laughs> yeah, but what happens when you go to the store and place the order and then your brother goes to the store to place another order and they don't do it because they're confused because of twins and then you have no food? They they should have they should have figured out how to send that thing through the post. Chain mail, am I right? <laughs> Chain mail. Oh my god. Boo! Oh I've been waiting an hour for that. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, how do we fix the twin problem? Because it's weird. Even um, his wife doesn't recognize the wrong twin. Yeah, or like the servant who's been literally with him till he since he was born. It's kind of weird. Um, I would say step one, wear, wear different clothes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But like, you know, he decides to disguise himself. And he literally just disguises himself in the exact same clothes that his brother's wearing that he's never met. Wicked crazy. We all know. But step one, wear different clothes. Step two, have an address, right? If you say, hi, I want to order some food. Can you deliver it to 123 ABC Street? Solves the whole problem. You're not saying deliver it to me, this person's face who you recognize. Step three, different names. Now that's a big one. That'll really help you out in the whole confusion department. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have that. I know. I'd say go by a middle name. You know, <laughs> if you don't have one. Or just go by like, I'm I'm E. This one's S. Good. Like I'm a Scott now. Yeah. And this is uh, <laughs> Eddie. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. Um. Mm-hmm. I see, I, I see the point there. They're a happy family. They they have their kind of like perfect little unit. Um, I'm not. I'm trying to poke holes in it, but the twin thing is really the. Chris, what do you got? Smash it to pieces. <laughs> the twin thing. Yeah. My great you know, family. <laughs> part of me suspects that who is it? Adriana and Luciana. Mm-hmm. After a while, might once they realize what's going on, they might actually be into it. I don't know. Oh no, they are. Like, <laughs> did you like you watch that play? Right? Like, her sister's like, "Hey, you're like, you're like married to my sister. Is she like cool with this?" Because so you know. <laughs> okay. Um. I think, I think there's a little bit of weird there, but I think we yeah. Can... No, it's weird. And it wouldn't be happening in like obviously in the end thing. I'm just saying. Sure. Now, um, no, in the perfect uh, post credits world, it'll just be like, it'll be perfect. Everybody marries a person that they're in love with, and the like mom and the dad are reunited, and they have all have different names now, and it's great. Okay, now I want to turn on to you the uh, the wording challenge because if you, <laughs> Joanna, are part of this family. <laughs> it's like 
honestly, it's going to be like a why didn't we know Elizabeth Olsen existed until last week? Right. Because Mary Kay and Ashley ruled their entire life forever. So where do you fit into that? Like, here are these two twins who have this amazing connection. And then there's Joanna. We got Scott, Eddie, and Joanna. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I... I don't know. Maybe I'm a nun with mom. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like honestly a pretty good life in Shakespeare. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Or like Elizabeth, she just goes out and does something creative one day and everyone discovers that she's significantly more talented than her older twin siblings. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, one of them is getting rich. Dad was like some kind of a merchant. Mom is an abbess. And then I'm like, being a nun and like training at painting and then suddenly they're like oh who's this great lady painter they're like oh that's the weird twins' sister boom here i am what's up <laughs> crushing it nailed it um yeah. chris i'm gonna put the same question on you because we see um some of the rosalind sibling behavior with celia right when they both look at uh orlando and they're both like wow that man is mine and then all of a sudden Rosalind's like, yeah, but mine for real. So how are you going to deal with the uh, maybe strong personality of Rosalind as your sibling? I think one of the things that's great about Rosalind is everyone around her becomes a better person. So I would, I would want to be her younger brother and fully acknowledge that for probably my tween and maybe my teen years, or at least my younger, younger life tween years, there would be a significant amount of sibling rivalry and fighting. Oh yeah. But as I got older, I would realize how much we love each other and how much I learned from her and what a great person she was and how much she inspires me. And then she's going to turn around and say, okay, Chris, uh, pretend that you're in love and I'm going to respond in a totally normal way. I'm gonna yes and that. Yeah, just be like, yeah, this is just how normal and yeah. love people talk while they're dressed as the opposite sex in the woods and reading there poetry. This is just normal, ABC stuff. Yeah, and you got to deal with Orlando as a brother-in-law. She's breaking those boundaries. You know what? I don't have to like my in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Um, I think those are pretty pretty strong arguments. I don't think they come anywhere near the idea of being part of Titus's family. Because you like having so many siblings, question mark, that are all alive and prospering. She likes the death and trauma. She's a Slytherin. (laughs) That is true. And that is true. And think of it this way. If you have two or three siblings or like one one to three siblings, like there's a lot of kind of... uh, balancing acts that you have to do you got to worry about like who's pairing up with who who's siding with who who's competing with who when you have 500 siblings that's like a whole dang state you know like you've got so many options you don't have to play nice you don't have to like like 493 of them you can have your own little posse and be like this little like titus factor 37 crew (laughs) I don't think that Titus has enough of an estate to be equally divided among 500 people, though. I think there's going to be some definite infighting there. 
Well, okay, so that's another upside is uh, the mortality rate is wicked high. So mm-hmm. like, you don't even have to worry about it. Like, it's if like you've only got ways. yeah, if you've only got two siblings in Shakespeare, and there's like some dope inheritance coming, then you have like a few options. It's like either <laughs> you be chill, which is like a zero sum game in Shakespeare. It's like the chill factor in Shakespeare is zero. Or you get to a little bit, a little bit of murder happening, <laughs> and you know, a little bit of something, something. A little bit of something, something. Whereas if you're in the Titus family, they're just all gonna die, and you don't even have to do anything about it. Like you know, you just have to not die the longest. It's not about who is the best at killing other people. It's about the best who's the, who's the best at not dying. It's really the trick there. <laughs> okay um you know what audience we're gonna leave it to you we've got a couple people watching right now are you team titus team senior or team antifoli give us a vote let us know let's hear it from the chat right now and listeners if you're listening to this on a podcast form uh <laughs> follow us on social media because we're gonna do another one of these live shows coming up soon um go ahead and hit subscribe on that podcatcher of choice uh please do whatever you want with your life but also tell people about our show in the process um <laughs> that's the best way we can spread the word um and get ourselves out there and while you are in podcast mode, please also subscribe to One to Grow On Pod. Um, <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this was a dang blast. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you very much. Serious business.